G'day, Philip. Wow. How are you? Hello, Mido. Not as good as you, mate. Not as good as you. But what about Loz? He can sniff out a junket, can he? Oh, mate. Watch. Oh, oh you're well, hang on, I'll be working, Mossy. <laughs> <laughs> mate, the great game of NRL is being played in Vegas for the first time, yeah. and it's a doubleheader, and we need people. We need foot soldiers on the ground. The game and I'll be one there. of those people. Yeah. <laughs> How are you buying uh, it, Mossy? Well, no, no. You couldn't pay me enough to buy that. Oh, well. but, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Loz's presence in, in of itself will certainly help promote the game over there, but I'm just not sure that he'll be doing overtime. No, I'll be overtiming. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, that, Mossy. He will be doing overtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just not on the Bundy club. <laughs> just without the mic on. <laughs> Maybe on the Bundy. <laughs> Oh, dear. Anyway. Anyway. Um, what do you got for me? Well, where do you want to start first? <laughs> well, let's, let's start with your Mighty Mariners against uh, Clarkie's uh, yeah, Bulls Battlers because yeah. um, the Mariners have created a little bit of history. Um, first Australian side into the, the interzonal finals of the um, Asian Football Confederation Cup. So they, uh, they beat MacArthur last night. An absolute thriller, actually. It was a five-goal game in the end went all the way to 120 minutes. Um, I know the teams playing against uh, MacArthur and the Mariners this weekend would have been um, rubbing their hands together with glee because uh, that would have taken a fair bit out of them. Victory awaiting the Mariners on Sunday. Um, Newcastle Jets awaiting MacArthur on Sunday as well. So, um, you know, to recover from 120 minutes like that, the emotion and everything that goes with it. Um, and a half rate for MacArthur, but the jubilation for the Mariners. So add some interesting um, ingredients to this weekend's game. But congratulations to the Mariners. Uh, fantastic uh, effort. And uh, the Matildas, of course, play the first league of their Olympic qualifier in Tashkent against Uzbekistan tomorrow night, our time. Yeah, they need to win the two legs on aggregate um, to go through the uh, the Paris Olympics uh, in July. So uh, it's it's all on the line. It's do or die. Um, the Matildas, um, of course, put on such a great showing at the World Cup on home soil. But um, you know they they finished fourth in the last Olympic Games. Um, they can't put the cart before the horse. They've got to get past Uzbekistan, who are ranked 47th. We're ranked 12th. Uh, last time we played them, 2007, we beat them 10-0. But that was a very, very different world uh, back then. And, um, it, you know, this this will be a sterner test. Um, but the key here is obviously no Sam Kerr. That goes without saying. We lose her quality and, and her leadership. Um, how we adapt to that? Well, we showed at the World Cup that we could adapt to that on, on the pitch. Um, but... You know, this, this group of players, time is running out for them to do something really special. Um, so first of all, getting to the Olympics is, is crucial. Um, and it's what we do once we're there. And, um, you know, there'll be huge expectations in a 12-team competition at the Paris Olympics for the Matildas to medal. Arsenal suffered a shock defeat in Champions League, buddy. Yeah, this was uh, this was a tough one to take for all Arsenal fans uh, against Porto. Um, a late, late uh, goal to Porto. Uh, they get the chance to make amends um, back at home on the 13th of March when they host Porto in the second league. Um, so they're, they're down 1-0 on aggregate, but uh, taking on Porto at home will be a different story for Porto and, and for all Arsenal fans, hopefully for Arsenal. But they, they really need to get through this one, Clarkie, because there's... 
there's a stigma attached to Arsenal um, when they are in the Champions League that they can't go further than this stage, so uh, around the 16. So they really need to step up at home and show the sort of form that's um, that's got them really uh, challenging for the for the EPL title this season. Mm. And Barcelona, they had a draw with Napoli. Was that a was that a result that they'd be disappointed with? Yeah, yeah, they were favourites, was, um, and, and they were leading um, for uh, for large chunks of. Um, of this game, they they went ahead in the 60th minute, um, and um, and then Napoli got grabbed a late equaliser, 70 uh, 76 or 77th minute, I think it was, from memory. But um, yeah, they uh, they dominated 12 shots uh, to to six six on target to one, um, and this Barcelona were away from home. So look, you'd imagine that they will be too good for Napoli at home um, when they next meet in a couple of weeks' time. But um, yeah, certainly. Uh, would have stung losing those two points late. A question from Sean on the open line. Wants to know if United can hang on for a top four finish. Uh, Hang on for a top four finish. They're not in the top four, United. They're uh, five points behind Aston Villa. I also read, uh, Mossy, though, that their new minority owner, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, is, uh, well, preparing for a huge clean-out there at the club this summer at Old Trafford. Interesting times, Mido. Uh, well, first of all, to answer our, our listeners' question, oh, no. <laughs> but you're probably asking the wrong person. Um, no, they won't be finishing them in the top four. But no, no, no I, I honestly don't think they can. And, and with with that, uh, for um, uh, comments from Ratcliffe coming in, and I, and I think that's 100% what needs to happen. Um, the, the key is when you put a broom through a place, um, what do you replace, uh, you know, the outgoings with? And, and they've got to get the culture right. I, I noticed Ivan Cleary um, and Nathan Cleary visited uh, the club overnight or over the last couple of days. And the, the big thing that Ivan spoke to was um, was culture. And, and he said, you know, if you look at the Sir Alex Ferguson era um, compared to since he left, the one big thing missing there is is culture, and um, you know he's not suggesting that it was a terrible culture when he walked in for a few hours, but um, he said you know he studied Manchester United over many years, even though he's a Liverpool fan. Um, culture is key, and uh, you know how they clean the place out and then build that culture, rebuild the culture that they once had is is critical. But no, I don't see them in the top four this season. League Cup final this weekend: Liverpool up against Chelsea. Midweek Premier League: Well, Man City. Uh, Brentford were holding the Mossy until that defender slipped and Harlan just waltzed straight in. And Liverpool, of course, with uh, playing with a depleted side, really considering some key injuries, came from a goal down and destroyed Luton in the end with their second-half performance. Uh, but I see that Jurgen Klopp says that they're going, they should be going into this League Cup final as underdogs, considering their personnel issues at the moment. Yeah, 11 injuries we've got at the moment, um, which is not great um, at this stage of the season, and particularly when there's some silverware up for grabs. But look, I yeah, I think that's a bit of uh, media talk and, and psychology going on there with uh, with Klopp, but I, I think we're still favourites um, against Chelsea on Monday morning it is. Um, so I've got a bit of a same-game multi there. But uh, yeah, you're right. The, the other thing Liverpool did was a, a little bit of a favour for our Merseyside rivals, Everton, by beating... Luton, um, we allowed uh, Everton just to jump out of that relegation zone on goal difference, Luton Town, um, taking their place in uh, in 18th spot. But there's still plenty of work for Everton to do, of course. But um, yeah, look, I think Man City and, and Liverpool just keep on keeping on. This is a break from the um, 
from the Premier League this weekend for Liverpool and for Chelsea, given that uh, cup final. Um, but I think Liverpool will be too strong for Chelsea. Uh, this is just on the text line, Mossy, from Johnny from Penrith. Boys, can you ask Mossy if the Hammers should sack Moyes? Great question. Um, I've never been a Moyes fan, to be honest. Um, but they're, they're sitting in ninth spot. I think that question's probably come from the fact they've lost uh, three from their last three plus two draws. So, so they haven't won in five. Um, and they're sitting mid-table, sitting in ninth spot, um, but, you know, still a fair way off uh, any sort of uh, Europa League spot. But, yeah, I've never been a Moyes fan. I think he was the wrong appointment at Manchester United when he uh, when he took over um, from Sir Alex. And, um, you know, he did some good stuff with Everton when Timmy Cowell was there, but I think Timmy Cowell was a, a big part of that. So, look, I wouldn't be adverse to, to West Ham moving Moyes on. Locally, Phil asks, can the Wanderers make the top four? The Western Sydney Western Wanderers? Western Sydney Wanderers, yes. Oh, 100%. Uh, that, yeah, at the moment, they're, what are they? They're sixth, and they're, un- oh, they're only three points off fourth, yeah. and they've got a game in yeah. hand. No, well, not only can they make the top four, they, it's a complete failure if they don't. Mm. Um, you know, with Western Sydney's roster and, and the time that Marco Rudan's had now to to build the culture and build the squad, um, really, they, they should be they should be thinking top two um, with Silverware mm. to show. So if, anything less than that, I think, is a, a failed season. Okay. Well, let's start with your same game, Multi, in the League Cup final. Uh, and for those looking for it, under the soccer menu on the Tab app and Tab websites, just look for EFL Cup, Chelsea and Liverpool. What have you got for us, Mossy? No surprises, Mido. Liverpool to lift the cup. Over two and a half goals and Nunez any time goal scorer. Okay. Oh, you said over two and a half goals. Yep. Yeah. And Liverpool to lift the cup. Uh, so you, you're going the you know, yeah, overall winner market, not the 90 minute market. So taking away the potential for it to go to extra time and penalties, etc. Okay. Yep. So that's Mossy's same game multi. Have you got a multi incorporating Premier League and A League? Three legs. I've ditched one for Clarkey because uh, the four leggers just aren't working at the moment. But um, I'm going with Villa to beat Forest at home, Brighton to beat Everton at home, sorry, Evertonians, and Melbourne victory to capitalise on a fatigued Central Coast Mariners. Mm. Oh, going against your Mariners, mm. that is a that is a head over heart, isn't it? And uh, the victory are $1.92 in the 90-minute market there, so... Victory, Brighton and Aston Villa. That treble paying $5.04 with Tab currently. Good on you, Mossy. Have a great weekend. You're not going to Tashkent? I'm not, mate. No, I'm... Uh, well, I will be, but it'll be in the lounge room by the TV. <laughs> good on you, mate. Thank you. Have a good weekend. See you, buddy. Cheers, boys.